morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Two Minutes with Todd. My name is Todd Jones. I am the Chief Investment Officer for Gratis Capital. Thanks for joining us today. Let's take a look at some market activity from last week. And much to our surprise, potentially, or, or not, so far earlier in the year, markets are again volatile. You can see on slide one here how performance has been evolving. Commodities being the best performer last week, we've got energy markets re-rating coming off a bit of a lowish level, particularly in natural gas. We would expect these to trend maybe higher over the course of the year as, as those are levels that have, we haven't seen for, for quite some time. International developed stocks are up, were up uh, 70 basis points, largely in part due to some of the currency movements that have been going on within the euro and other areas of the world relative to the dollar, but nonetheless, something we should take note of, and we'll touch on that in chart three later in the broadcast. Bond markets were up yet again, as we had a bit of a move downward in yields across the curve, maybe signaling that the recession conditions are upon us, but maybe not as severe as maybe once thought. And then the loan standouts on the negative side for the week were U.S. markets exclusively. The S&P was down 65 basis points. Uh, small cap companies using the Russell 2000 was down a little bit over 1%. As we point out in the bullet points, however, consumer sentiment coming into the end of the year is exceptionally negative. We got this great chart from the JP Morgan Guide to the Markets deck. And you can see every time that consumer sentiment, and then this is self-reported, we understand there are limitations to a self-reporting index, but nonetheless, they've been doing it for quite some time. And every time this consumer sentiment dips below the 60 level, you tend to get very positive returns for the next 12 months. Now, it doesn't say that we're going to get good performance in Q1 or Q2 necessarily, but this does kind of nest up with our idea that the first half of the year, at least, as we continue to migrate this interest rate transition and, and inflation transition, uh, will likely be very choppy, up and down, similar to 2022. But as earnings start to improve on the back of 23, that's when, in our opinion, S&P will, will find higher levels as we get into the back half of the year. So just something worth noting. And then, of course, you can see those levels highlighted in, in the red circle is that you tend to get a, you know, somewhere between 15 to 20% returns in the subsequent 12 months from December. Kind of building on that point a little bit and, and maybe why we think the back half of the year will be positive is that you know earnings estimates for the S&P have started to come down. Now, this chart here shows you that relative to the bear market bottom, when prices actually do end up finding their floor, what's important though is that earnings estimates or earnings in the S&P tend to continue to go down even after the bottom is found. So what, what does that mean in just normal person speak, is that the S&P will generally restart rebounding nine to six to nine months before the recession in earnings is fully complete. And that's really important because I hear a lot of clients asking us, well, you know, if we know a recession is coming sometime this year, shouldn't we reduce our equity positions uh, in advance of that? And the answer that I always give is related to this chart right here, which suggests that if in fact this recession is six months into the future from now, or maybe even nine months, then the market is already pricing that in. And that therefore, what we're seeing more, more recently right now could be the re-rating of the equity market because it's already discounting this drawdown in earnings because markets are forward-looking, they're not backward-looking. And this is, I think, just a case study to suggest that we need to be forward-looking instead of rearward-looking. Moving to the uh, question we, we gave about Europe, you know, is it time to reconsider uh, European particular in particular positions? And I think the answer is yes. Um, you know, currently right now in our model portfolios, we have about a, a half weighting to, to our international positions. So broadly speaking, we have a, a target range of 70% U.S., 30% international. Right now, that positioning is about 85, 15, 15% to international markets. And this just suggests uh, some of these uh, ideas here on the chart suggest that we should maybe start looking to increase that over time. And, and why is that? Well, 
one of our biggest reasons for, for not owning a full weighting to international or Europe in particular has been because the earnings for a margin profile of European companies has just been a lot lower than U.S. companies. And as you can see right now, that is starting to change with a re-rating now of European margins to the highest levels they've been, uh, at least in the last four years. That suggests there could be some momentum there and that the market, more importantly, has potentially already priced in some of the issues that we all know that are existing in European markets right now, particularly the war. And then also earnings estimates in Europe have been very resilient through this 21, 22, even in 23 period, whereas US margins, because they do tend to be tech heavy, are now starting to, to re-rate lower on the earnings side. So we think you, you add those two things together, and I think it just adds up to the fact that we should be considering maybe a potentially higher weighting for international positions in our equity portfolio. Thanks for joining us today. We look forward to speaking to you again sometime soon. Thank you. All price references and market forecasts correspond to the date of this recording. The information contained does not constitute research or recommendation from Gratis Capital to the listener. Gratis Capital is not providing any financial, economic, legal, accounting, or tax advice or recommendations in this podcast. In addition, the receipt of this podcast by any listener is not to be taken as constituting the giving of investment advice by Gratis Capital to that listener.